0: Yo, what is good above-the-rim sports cards? Check us out on Facebook, Instagram. I'm here today with uh, my man Vinny. We got uh, Tim and Omar with us. What's up, guys?
1: What up? What's going on? What's up, Big Mike and the boys? You ready to do big things, people? Let's do it. Stay doing big things.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, no, there's been all kinds of shit going on in the hobby. We need to drop more of these podcasts, man. We're get only getting them out like, uh, what are we, twice a month, maybe? <laughs> yeah. more. We need more. <laughs> yeah, we'll no. Nah.
2: Try to get on a, a better schedule for sure.
0: Yeah, no, nah, we got it. People want to hear. People want to hear the facts. Let's give it to them, man.
2: That's
0: it. So, the, uh, one of the biggest issues I feel like uh, right now is the dropping card prices. And uh I know you see all these people on these Facebook groups and eBay freaking the fuck out selling their shit, scared selling
1: yeah uh, I um mean, I think this is something we 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 touched on this maybe one or two podcasts ago that we prepared them for this happening, uh mainly because the basketball season's coming to an end, and where the most money is in basketball, right where there's no basketball there's no fun right so everyone's everyone is on the on the defense right now like scared like Vinny just said scared selling right so guys like us i mean we love this time of year honestly cuz this is where we can buy great cards for low prices oh yeah absolutely i feel like
0: now is the time like i'm buying the shit out of basketball right now everyone else is all on football and
1: all involved in that i'm i'm pulling crazy cards for next year <laughs> right so like we're where basketball is dropping, we're obviously seeing football rising, right? So with the release of Mosaic, which is the newest and hottest product for uh, the NFL release, uh, Mosaic has never been released in the NF- for the NFL before. Um, so, I, I, dude, I'm even looking at prices of some Mosaic cards right now, and I'm like, this is, this is crazy. Uh, you know, just using a guy like Justin Herbert, for example, which I've been, like, talking to you guys about. I'm like, I like Justin, I like Justin, so... His cards, his base mosaic card, the not like not the debut one, just the base mosaic pro card was going for like twenty to twenty five dollars. Now they're between fifty and sixty after just one game.
0: Yeah, no, that's nuts. So, would you guys agree that
2: now is not the time to sell your basketball cards? I mean, correct. Shouldn't,
0: shouldn't put that out
2: there for everyone. Uh, I would agree. I think that um, this guy, like we said, the sky is not falling. This is to be expected. Um, there's only how many teams left. Four. Yeah. Um, so basically everybody else is out of sight, out of mind. And, <laughs> you know, we like the shiny new toy that's in front of our face all the time. So while you have your Tyler Heroes, um, you know, and, and the people that are going on right now that are still holding value, um, you know, the Zions, the Jazz, even the Lucas you've seen have, uh, you know, settled back down in price because he's out of it. You know, but it's it's a short-term memory. You know, they're gone out of the bubble. Everyone's on to the next new toy. And, you know, but, you know, you know exactly what's going to happen. Getting ready for next season, these prices are going to go back up. So, like you said, it definitely creates a, a, a lot of buying opportunity for the savvy investor.
0: Yeah. And the the, the only odd thing is the people that are
2: still playing – a lot of
0: them dropped off. Like, yeah, uh, LeBron, I did see LeBron right?
2: and that LeBron and AD. Um, I think that I, I'm not sure exactly what the behind that is. Maybe, maybe they thought that um, the, you know, like I did that the Clippers were going to be the team this year and that, that the Lakers weren't um, as deep. I, I'm curious to see as this series progresses with the Nuggets, um, how that changes again, because, I think right now the the, the lane is wide open for LeBron and AD to win the title if they take hold of it, you know? Um, So I think that people now will realize, okay, well, you know, it looks like they do have a good route to take and, you know, maybe the prices should start to reflect that again. I'm not sure what's going on with LeBron and AD.
1: Right. So I don't don't know if you guys remember the post I made yesterday, right? So based on the, the four teams that are still left in basketball, right, I said, Look, the card the card world, the hobby needs hero to score 25 points a game, Boston to win the series, and LeBron or the Lakers to win the title, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> basically, like, everyone who's banking on the hero cards, uh, Tatum and LeBron, I mean, that's the only way for this to work. I mean, the people who are coming out of the world work with these, like, Jamal Murray rookie cards right. and Nikola Jokic rookie cards. Like, those are just people that were holding them and honestly... Right holding their breath until it turned blue until now they're in the final four. Like exactly. I don't and see that sustaining, you know, <laughs> Not, I would sell
3: now
2: if I was those. Yeah.
1: 1000% yeah. sell those guys right now. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. I think that most of us, you know, weren't necessarily investing in the Jamal Murray's and the uh, Nikola Jokic's of the world. Um, some people are more, more power to you, but um I, like you said I definitely think that your your plan right there your layout is exactly what we need. I right. think it makes sense for the Celtics to win the series. Again, yeah, hero, but how many people are really invested in Jimmy Butler and stuff, you know? Um yeah, I mean I think uh, right so like he was
1: what two thousand twelve 12 or 13? 12 I believe. 12, right. So that's that's yeah. a long time to hold on to cards and and, and hope that he gets somewhere. I mean We know that in the last few years with the last four teams he's been on, he's been in the playoffs consistently, just can never – this is the farthest he's ever gone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I think that people who were holding on to Butler or Butler fans just in general, I think now is their time to shine. But even so, like card prices, I'm, I'm not seeing anything drastic in the card changes though with Jimmy Butler. With
2: Butler, right? For whatever reason, the hobby hasn't shown him the love that he deserves um no and and he is gonna and his prices are gonna plummet when he's
0: out of this thing
1: right it's gonna be ground zero again like it's it's not gonna you know it's like i you know it's funny we talk about it like you know with hero doing so well i've actually sold off a few hero cards only because we don't know what's gonna happen with the miami heat next year you know what i mean like what's gonna happen are they gonna be able to sustain this rush are they gonna are yeah. they going to be a powerhouse again? So. I mean,
2: honestly, I'm I'm bullish on them for next year. I think they're set up for for quite a few years. They got a, a nice mix of talent. Jimmy Butler's not old by any means. They got Bam Adebayo, Ty, Tyler Hero, uh, Duncan Robinson. They're all young. Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. Um, they have cap room for next year. That's why you, you hear a little bit of the grumblings with Giannis and stuff. So they have the cap room to make a a, a, a splash to to add another player. So. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of bullish on, on, on the heat. I just don't know why Jimmy Butler's prices aren't reflecting it. But um, I, I agree. I think that he'll go down. Tyler Hero will probably sustain some value. Of course, he'll go down a little bit uh, because he's, he's the rookie. He's the hot rookie. Right. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, I think they're set up, man. I, I, so, so are the Celtics. They're young and deep, too. Uh, So I think that that's going to be a nice little uh, pair of teams in the East for a long time, you know?
3: The the Celtics rookies aren't getting minutes like Hero. Hero's getting 33 minutes a game. I'm with Tim. I am getting rid of half of my heroes now because I think – he is at a peak right yeah. now.
2: Yeah, yeah, I've trimmed as well. I've trimmed oh, he's, as well. yeah, he's definitely mm-hmm. at a peak. I sold all
0: his graded stuff. Listen, Tyler Hero, he, you have to have some kind of strategy. So Tyler, well, he's Hero only twenty never, years old, right? Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> that's no, why I, mean, I don't want
2: to sell everything, but I, 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 have trimmed. Yeah,
0: he was always for me to to flip. Uh, he was never a long term hold for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you gotta, you can't, and I say it all the time. I just can't be in everything.
1: <laughs> right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? One hundred percent. We got to yeah. go with, you got to follow the money. Right. So like now here's the other thing too. And this was the, and this was an argument that I made um, previously. Like even, we know that Drogic is going to be gone. Right. So he's like 32 years old or 33 mm-hmm. years old or some of like that. Like he'll be gone next season. Right. Even with Harold there, you still have, you have Butler, you have Robinson, you have none. You said, I mean, that, that, that's, that's a crowded guard. Um, Set up, you know what I mean? Like those guys are not all on the floor at the same time, right? So, people like some guys are going to lose minutes. So, like where where do you go now? That we know that hero's averaging thirty points a game or thirty minutes a game, but like now we talk about Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Pretty like much, yeah. Kendrick yeah. Nunn's name was big leading up to this whole Rookie of the Year candidate then something happened where he didn't play basically the first two rounds because of whatever was injury or personal or COVID. Yeah, or he was shit. outside
2: the bubble for a minute. And then by then, I think that um, Goran like Dragic out those minutes again. Um, he was ahead of Dragic in the rotation. But now in the playoffs, um, they probably like Dragic's experience a lot better. Well, yeah, you well,
1: you can, you can tell his veterancy is stepping oh, up. He's, he's not, he's a not only he's a, sh-
2: he's a pure shooter and he's a leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's been great. Uh, you know, I, I don't blame them for doing that. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think he's gone next year. Next year, you could probably pencil in um, Nunen, in, Nunen, in, uh, Hero at the at the guard positions. Jimmy Butler at the three with Bam either at the four or five, and then you know there's room for another big man if they want to make a splash. You know, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. I mean, so in one ball to go around, you know. Right. Right. Right.
1: Right. All right, so I mean, I don't we we have we have a lot to talk about, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. So let's. Um, what what do you think? If we want to stick to basketball, do you want to do you want to touch on the Lakers and 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 LeBron's little uh, hissy fit? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we all seen the video of him uh, being upset about. Uh, the MVP, that he only got 16. I don't know. Is he upset about the 16 votes? He's upset yes, that he only yes. got 16 out of 100.
2: He's, He's 100. upset and I think, what, no first place votes or or, or I forget what it was, but yeah. he, he didn't get enough votes. Yeah. And, you know, to me, I don't know. You got to keep that to yourself, man. You can't be, you, can't be,
0: you, you. know. 100%. What the fuck? that That's like... my
2: biggest problem with LeBron. I have a love-hate relationship with LeBron. I fucking love him. He's a beast. He's an animal. He's the best of our generation. But he's a chick with a skin nigga. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's so he's so, he's so preoccupied with his legacy and passing Jordan and racking up the accolades and the rings and the MVPs and all that and all his individual accolades that he he gets so uh, bent out of shape when it doesn't go you know, not for nothing, but Giannis was the MVP. This is a regular season award. And yes, before the, the COVID stoppage, LeBron was really starting to make a push for it but Giannis, from the beginning to the end was the mvp there's no arguments about that and you know he's just bent out of shape about it that's the part of lebron that i hate you know and yeah. the, the crying and all that stuff i just i, <laughs> I can't deal with that you,
1: know? you could have even made a case for ad over Le, over yeah over well Giannis some <laughs> people say he's not even
2: the most valuable player on his team i no, was probably ad shooting 48% that. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I and disagree because yeah. you know LeBron is still the the heartbeat of that team. Now, you know, is is it shifting? And and he he he'll tell you himself. He's he's shifting it all onto AD's plate because he's you know phasing out. But you know, still, I mean, you know, he is the the heart of that team and the MVP of that team. But yeah, I mean, if you look at stats and stuff, you know. You can make an argument for AD to be the, the MVP of that team. Well, so listen, man,
1: if, you, if, you, if you take a look at game two alone, right? So game two was the first game after the hissy fit, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron comes out with 20 points in the first half. Right.
2: Which, and you knew he was going to do
1: You knew he was going to do it. Yeah. But, but the, here's the problem. Only six points in the second half. Yep. And they were up by a commanding lead. They were controlling the whole game. I mean, you want to talk about heart and soul? Alex Caruso. Like, right, what? right, right. What
2: I know, this dude, guy who's right. got his rookie cards. I, yeah, dude, dude, you know funny. And I if actually, you're holding I, them,
1: so. I actually <laughs> looked it up because he was a he was a guy that was like undrafted, like in the G League. He just kind of came up. I think right. I saw that his rookie card was like a seventeen, eighteen mosaic fast break auto. Gotcha. I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> like wow. that's your rookie card, a seventeen fast break auto. I mean, that's right. great, but like, come on. But yep. uh, I mean and then and then of course, you know, the game got close and then uh, A D with the clutch three pointer to win the game. Right? After
2: let, let, oh. let, let let's let's note that uh, he had just gotten bodied by Jokic down low. If right. if he didn't hit that shot, we would have been talking about how A D got bodied by Jokic down low on the previous play. <laughs>
1: right. But but the three pointer cancels it. <laughs> exactly.
2: So now he's back to being the MVP of the team again for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. look at the, at the end of the day, you know, we 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 talk about it that if you're if you're the face, I mean, this guy is the face of the NBA. This guy's almost the face of sports. You, you can you can almost talk about it, but like, I think where when it comes to your accolades and, and this guy has accomplished so much over his, uh, what is it, near sixteen? Yeah, I was going to say 17th yeah, yeah, yeah. year yeah. career. I mean, like, dude, you you to got be Whining about something? Yeah, just to be whining about something like that. I mean. Dude, how many MVPs do you need? I mean, like share the wealth. Like let this guy And it's not only yeah, that. Like back.
2: I get it. it. You know, you you felt like you deserved it, but you when you're the best, you don't talk about being the best. You know? No. When, when, when you're no. when Absolutely you want to be the GOAT, you don't you don't if you have tell people that you're the goat or you if you have to tell people that you think you're the MVP then you're not probably not you know yeah so true. like you need to just be you know just let other people do the talking and let your play do the talking if you were pissed off about that fine keep your mouth shut the next game go out and score 20 points in the first half like he did and just keep your mouth shut about it the, the, the rest will will fall into place everyone else will do the talking for you
0: yeah for right. so that to be in a press conference was whack right was, right yeah.
1: Yeah, and this guy – and LeBron James, just for the record, he he is a four-time uh, NBA MVP and right. twice back-to-back, 9 and 10 – sorry, 2009, 2010, and then 2012 and 13. So he's done it back-to-back. I mean, let somebody else take the reins yeah, for a little and, bit. Yeah, and it's I mean, almost – and, and that's <laughs> why he
2: loses a lot of these MVP voting because if you if you really break it down, he probably should be the MVP – every damn year because his teams, you know, besides that Miami team, his other teams have, you know, not all that much going on around them, you know, but, you know, it's, it's LeBron fatigue. It's the same reason why people get tired of having Mike Trout be the MV every damn year, because, you know, the voters want to vote for somebody new. So it's like, you know what, LeBron, I mean, uh, Giannis did his thing from beginning to end. If, you know, let's be honest, LeBron kind of coasted through the first little bit of the season you know, you could tell he was pacing himself, and then he yeah. turned it up. Now, if COVID never happened and the shutdown never happened, um, do I think that he may have passed Giannis? Maybe, you know, but he, it wasn't enough. It's kind of like the, the Zion versus Job ja debate, you know? Yeah, Zion right. didn't, didn't do it long enough to be able to justify giving him the award over, over Ja. It's the same principle, you know? But yeah. if, if Zion would have beat – if they would have – Gave the Grizzlies
0: a run for their money and made it into the playoffs. I bet you that conversation would have been different. It though. would. It would have
2: been a little different for sure. Now, and I think that David Silver, the commissioner, had said that. Adam. I think even the bubble. Uh, oh yeah, Adam Silver. I think that uh, he said that even those playing games wouldn't have counted for the MVP. So I think that it was like according to him the voting should have been based on everything that happened prior to the bubble period, even those eight playing games. But I'm not positive on that point, but I'm pretty sure that's how it was. So any way you slice it, I mean, it just was what, what is what it is on, on, on both ends of it, you know, on the right. end yeah. of rookie of the year.
1: I mean, and like, you know, we, we, we just, I just touched on it the fact that he's a four time NBA, uh, NBA MVP. Right. But I mean, dude, 16 straight all-star games, right. <laughs> uh, Three time NBA champion, and each of those three years 12, 13, and 16 he was the finals MVP for those three years. So, like,
2: right.
1: dude, you don't need another season MVP. Like, you're good. We get you, it. are basketball. Like, you're good. <laughs> right. yeah, you're, again, I, I'll say it again the guy is the face of basketball. I mean, right. like, you know, Jordan put his face on basketball kobe did and now yeah and i think that's LeBron's the problem thing. i
2: think he's so hell bent on on being considered better than jordan that all these little accolades matter to him they matter right. so much you know he wants to be able to say a five-time or a seven-time mvp whatever enough you know and, and he's just so hell bent on being the greatest to ever do it that these things just come out in these press conferences when they really shouldn't yeah well, you know, he's I'm got here. he's got more all-star he's got more
1: all-star uh games than uh than Jordan. Jordan's right. only a 14-time all-star. But uh you no, know. we're not fucking doing this. <laughs> yeah, a- yeah. yeah. No. Not, a- I'm just yeah. saying I, I'm
2: not I'm not saying that LeBron's better than Jordan. It's two different, different two different, yeah, I mean, uh, look, two at different end eras of, the day, of basketball. W- like we, w- we whichever side of the fence yeah. you stand on, it's going to come down to the championships and he needs to, you know, it, it's just some 100%. people some people say that even with the title, even if he gets seven rings, they still won't consider him. So it's one of those things that it's yeah. like arguing politics, dude. You're never going to win. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, you know, it's people are, are are steadfast in their stance on that stuff. So it's not even worth arguing. Yeah, it's, it's a waste it's it's of time. time. It's a
3: waste <laughs> of time. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. So in – um.
0: In NBA, like I said, man, I'm all over the place with investments, uh, vintage, uh, quick flips, long term flips. I do a lot of flips and then buy into, uh, you know, the blue chip guys, Steph Curry rookies, LeBron rookies, uh, Jordan rookies. I want to get more of uh football i don't do much of the new stuff so there's a l- i mean everyone's jumping in football right now i got some older stuff Barry Sanders i think is super undervalued uh you look at some of his cards and i'm watching them slowly tick up mm-hmm. but um compared to even these rookies now he's like not worth
2: Anything? Oh, forget it. No, you got you got the 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 fourth best rookie running back is more valuable than Barry Sanders.
3: Yeah, which is incredible. (laughs) It's incredible. No, it's
0: nuts. And I'm thinking of just like what we've seen with basketball, how all the vintage is you know worth money now. People are jumping into that. Um, and it already started happening with football with the old old guys like Jim Brown and stuff. Mm. But um. You know, there's a lot of those, you know, 90s players that we grew up watching that still aren't getting their their due yet. And I feel like that's a market that I think is going to take off soon. Um, So I'm kind of jumping into that a little bit. But with this new stuff, you know, with all these uh, fantasy, uh, everyone's into fantasy and the card prices are reflecting what happens Mm -hmm. with their performance in fantasy. And you guys seem to know a lot more about that than I do.
2: Yeah, oh, somehow wow. I made it into six fantasy leagues this year. So <laughs> no, I don't know.
0: Oh, what wow. a loser. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <bro. laughs> that sounds like another job. It, no. it, it damn sure is. It definitely is. <laughs> so, so, who do you guys think that are like, uh, who's some of the sleepers you see right now? I know there's a lot of injuries and stuff
2: going on. Jerry, Judy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. look, Judy, I, I'm not sure we could call him a, a sleeper too much anymore. anymore. I've, been, I've been on since, him for a while. Though. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially since the, the Cortland Sutton injury into one of the other topics we were gonna to touch into about the injuries and you know who's gonna you know what that means for the NFL. But yeah, I mean Jerry Judy is 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 the number one receiver over there. Um Henry Ruggs is the number one receiver in, in Oakland. Um you know, a lot of these rookies have stepped right into a lot of playing time and well uh, here, let me let me let me let me just cut you right here only yeah.
1: because we met, we're
2: talking about Jerry Judy, right? Mm-hmm. Drew Locke is out for two to three so That's the only way. That, <laughs> that's the only thing I'm afraid so, of is three right. to five weeks. That card. He's price. got Blake Bortles now thrown. Yeah, to Blake him, Bortles so just signed a today.
1: So yeah, that's. I but
2: don't that know, could man. be
3: a good time to buy Jerry Judy right now.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, or Drew Lock for that matter. Drew yeah, Locke. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the key Great. right there because we all know um, that the money in football is in the quarterbacks, right? So correct. Um, the skill position players, while they've been gaining a lot of steam lately. Um, I, I still feel like those are more for, for quicker flips than say quarterbacks are. Um, yes. so yeah. Drew Locke had a whole head of steam coming into this season, not for nothing. He had a subpar performance and you know, he had, he had an up and down, I don't want to say subpar. He had an up and down performance week one. He, he showed, he showed why we like to collect them, but he also showed, you know, that he's still developing rook, uh, a young guy. Uh, but, but that's then, also that's also after no preseason either. Yeah, no, for sure. A lot of these young quarterbacks are going to struggle, um, it, especially more than the, the young skill position players, because it's easier to fill in. You don't have to you know, master the playbook as much as a quarterback does, which is why even more impressive what what uh, uh, Justin Herbert did. Yeah, um, yes. with his first, he he literally found out he was going to start that game half hour before the game started, and yeah. he and stepped z- right in. Yeah, he literally had zero reps with the first team all week during practice, and he stepped right in, did his thing, flung the ball around, and looked great. You know, right? Yeah,
1: he did look good, yeah. and that's why that's why I like these these college quarterbacks that come out ready, like um, Joe Burrow, just a, a natural born leader and playing in his home state now mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. Uh, Justin Herbert in Oregon, and then even even like a guy like Jared Goff, who we know that the Rams traded up, what was that, in 2017, right? They traded up to get him in the, at, at the first pick over, mm-hmm. you know, and this way the Eagles didn't draft him at, at two. But, um, you know, these guys are just coming in ready. I mean, we know that the skill positions like running back and, and wide receiver, dude, they're a dime a dozen, right? So, like, even like a guy like Saquon Barkley for the Giants, right? Which – yeah. You know, now he's out for the year of torn ACL. So, great. I mean, you can get you, you can get him at a great price right now because he probably. I think what Vinny you said he dipped like almost half,
3: forty one percent. So well, yeah, as September first you... he was trading for four thirty one. As of recently, since his injury, his PSA ten prison base is down to two hundred and thirty dollars. Wow.
0: Wow. but would would you jump into something like that
3: well it's an acl injury to a running back so i me personally i would not um yeah.
2: he, here's the thing with saquon <laughs> he, he he's a, an absolute freak of an athlete if you yeah. remember what happened with adrian peterson when he tore his acl um he had the and same thing freak of an athlete work crazy work ethic and he came back in like two months less than the – or four months less than the, uh, all the experts said he would come back, and he had one of his best seasons ever the, the very following year. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, wow, I, I totally get the apprehension there. Um, I, I think that if there's a running back that can bounce back from this, well, it's him. <laughs> You know, um, so side
3: note, Omar is a giant.
2: So. I am a giant fan. <laughs> I, I am now. Also, side note, I did not agree with the pick for, for Saquon, so I'm not one of these guys who just head over heels on Saquon. Um, I didn't want to take him. I don't think you take a running back first round, um, ever. And uh, unless you're the Chiefs, you unless you're
1: the Chiefs, and you don't need anything right. else, but the running the Chiefs, yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. And you just need one more piece, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um even though they won it last year without that piece. Now it's just like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I mean, um, the, the, the advancements in, in the medical field ha- make these injuries easier to come back from. But, I, but yeah, I totally get the apprehension. Um, me, I probably won't be diving in too deep on it, but I'll probably scoop a few up. Yeah, if I could pick up a base, yeah. uh, a PSA 10,
3: yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm gonna hold right. it just, just a couple just things
2: because you know you know like I said he's gonna come back he's gonna play the giant so he's gonna have the opportunity yeah, It's a I would probably of physically will he be able to and and I I tend to think him yes more so than say like a, a plotter running back who you know is relies I don't know it, it just seems like the type that will really bounce back but Again, right, like, maybe now, like Benny said, I'm a I'm a Giants fan. Right and now,
1: it's not like I'm going to go out and start buying Devontae Freeman rookie cards now just because he's going to take that place. Right. So, so <laughs>
2: did, did they end up signing him? Is that? Is yeah, that...
1: they're ex- they're expected right. to sign him. That's and, and same the thing,
2: like Deion Lewis. I know people were asking about what the injuries mean for you know for cards and. And fantasy. I mean, you know, we don't get too much into fantasy here. But um, it, like Mike said, it goes hand in hand. so, um, you, you know, D, like Deion Lewis stepped up when, when Saquon was gone and had himself a game. I mean, are we, are we really going to go out and buy Deion Lewis cards or, or like uh, you said, Devontae Freeman?
1: Dude, Deion Lewis wasn't valuable as a Super Bowl winning running back for right, the Patriots. Right, exactly. So, yeah, that, no. That's a waste. So
2: a lot <laughs> no. of these injuries that happen, I don't see a whole lot of uh, opportunity for the backup to step in, except for, like we said, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. So now Judy's the, the lead, but now he's got Bortles throwing to him. Um, and then the other one I was thinking of was the, on the Rams. You have Cam Akers, the running back, went down a, a, car, a, car, a cartilage injury in his, in his ribs. And Darrell Henderson, who was a rookie last year, Stepped up and had eighty-eight yards. I was big on him coming into this year, but that's because I didn't realize they were so big on Acres, who kind of. Me neither, them. and I
3: was putting Henderson to the side as well.
2: Exactly. So now it's it's Henderson's time to shine again, and even Malcolm Brown, who was the other backup um, that yeah. they love, also he's hurt too. So now it's literally it's Daryl Henderson's time to shine. So if if you have Henderson, or maybe it's a good time to buy a little bit of Henderson. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean Henderson's uh, rookie prism. Even the numbered cards are pretty cheap right now. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. But that's like if you want to attack them. I mean, listen. At the end of the day, I don't. I don't think Darrell Henderson is going to be a big money move. But maybe for a short-term investment right, flip. but nah, flip. I
3: would think yeah, if, quick flips. Like if you could take uh, for
1: guys that are
3: stepping up in places that people are getting injured, like Leonard Fournette. You know his yeah, 2017 Leonard- prism PSA 10 was only selling for 140 bucks. Now it's up to 180. So, you know, you got a 15% increase there.
1: So yeah. If you want to do a well, quick flip. And that's only because he's with the Buccaneers. Right. Exactly. And you know what you mean? Mean- so he's, he wasn't really on the radar as a Jaguar, maybe when he first got drafted, but he had a couple injuries and he sat out a lot of games or didn't play a lot of minutes. And then now he's with the Buccaneers pretty much took over that number one spot. Um, but dude, we're not even talking about Christian McCaffrey. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I, mean, I think I think because his is a uh, it's a lesser injury. He's got a high ankle sprain. That's it's going to be like a four week injury, which isn't peanuts. But you know his, and again, it's like you know his backup. Like like who's gonna you know is, is there anything to step up with? You know, is there anybody that's going to step up there? I don't know. You
3: know? Yeah, you're you're as far you're as backing up the highest paid running back of the league.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs>
0: who are you guys investing in then in football
2: uh,
0: quarterbacks uh, quarterbacks, yeah, quarterbacks. Qu- quarterbacks <laughs> and
2: then the, and then some of these young skill position players like i you said know, I, you know yeah. i have a little bit of judy i have a little bit of henry ruggs um they, but those are all quick flips. yeah are gonna be a quick flip yeah. you know the running yeah. backs like you said clyde edwards hilaire the other one i really like two of them is um jonathan taylor in indianapolis Jersey guy, he's an absolute beast. Um, he, he from Wisconsin, um, and uh, and then the other running back is J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins. in Baltimore. Uh, you know, okay. they're they're a super pass run. I mean, a super run heavy team. Um, it's basically the read option all day long. So it's going to be Lamar Jackson handing off or keeping it or handing off to jk dobbins for like the next five years but see that's what
1: scares me though because if i mean lamar jackson i mean that's basically like an option team right so lamar jackson who can do a lot on his feet could take away a lot from the running backs That's that's my only problem with that. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know, last year uh, Ingram was was very valuable, at least on the fantasy front. I don't know as far as I don't think Mark Ingram has a big card market, but no, no, no. No, he didn't.
1: didn't. And
2: and keep in mind that up until this year, I mean, you you didn't really invest in skill position players much like this is a new year. There's a new animal for football where people are actually, you know, uh, investing and making money on these skill position players where. Typically, it's like quarterback or nothing, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and
1: it also, I mean, the other thing too is there's a lot of good running backs that we know of, right? And that's the problem. There's just, to, there's just so many of them. Like, unless you're, uh, you know, if not injured, Barkley or uh, Barkley or um, or McCaffrey. I mean, outside mm-hmm. of that, what do you really have, right? Right. You have really good running backs like like I'll even say Le'Veon Bell, Nick Chubb. Right. Um, uh, the, the guy, the other guy, was just on. He was on the tip of my tongue. Oh my
2: god! There's um, I just had one too that I was waiting for you to finish it. So.
1: Oh my god! It was literally just on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, there, there's there's good guys that are out there that aren't going to be valuable. Just it's it's just not going to happen. It's just right. not going to. You know the running back. You can almost say like people people want to get excited over the quarterbacks, right? Because that that's that's what they love. That's like the captain of the team. That's the face of the team. Like these guys, there's like you know Tom Brady loves to run three running back sets. Like how do you pick one?
2: Yeah, 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 and not for nothing. It's such a it's such a, a risky position and a short shelf like position. I mean, right. the average running back, even if he's a star, how long does his star last? Maybe four to five years tops. You right. know? And that, yeah, that was the point in, in not drafting Saquon. It's like, with a first pick, you want to draft a, someone who's going to be there for 10 years. You can't count on a running back to be, to be your cornerstone for 10 years. That that's just no. doesn't happen. he right. got get even, hurt all, every year.
3: And now know? look, two years in, torn ACL.
2: Right. You well, know? And how and many running
0: backs you... do you see that uh, looked amazing the year before and then come back the next year and they're just not the same yeah. person? Yeah, I all, mean, all the yeah. time.
2: I have the perfect example, and I and I know because again, I do both. I do fantasy football as well. But Alvin Kamara, two years ago, well, three years ago, he was a fucking oh. animal. He, he, you know, he was he was phenomenal. Last year, Melvin Ingram left. I mean, Melvin Ingram, um, Mark, Mark Ingram. Ingram left, and he he had it. While he had a pretty, he had a good year. He he wasn't a, a top three running back by any stretch last year. Um, so we, you know, year to year, but now again, this year, now he's back up to being, you know, it's so year to year with these running backs and, and, you know, you one injury and then they're done, yeah. you know? Right. But oh. he's, and and he's a hybrid
1: too. You know what I mean? Right. He's like, he's a, he's that perfect mix of receiver running back. Right. But, yeah. You know, one other name that you could probably put in that top section of guys who could have great future long-term value no, is no, probably no. Zeke.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, this guy, he, he, does, he does lead rushing categories uh, for the past few years that he's in. Um, I think Zeke is a, is a good potential future hold for running backs. Um, but it's just a shame because you got, you have real good guys like Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, who missed the whole year. I mean, you know, people are still high on Josh Jacobs. Um, yeah, Josh is
2: a beast, you know. Um, and, yeah. and,
1: even, and even digging him out of the fucking shoebox is now
2: probably Joe Mixon. yeah yeah Yeah. i mean but you know and again it's like these you know for whatever reason these running backs
1: you know um it's it's just so hard when you have i mean put it this way right you're there's 11 guys in the field only one quarterback right you have potentially two running backs four you know three to four wide receivers so there's just there's like too many chefs in the kitchen right so when there's only one let's you got to get them you you just got to go after it there's only one player that's the quarterback He's the shiner. He's the he's the star.
3: Yeah, that's who I invest in.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we're already seeing it now with Mosaic. Burrow is astronomically high. Uh Herbert is getting up there. I mean, mm-hmm. if we're talking about like Watch
2: what Tua does. Yeah, when, I mean when he Tua, gets on. The
1: Tua field. Tua is even even high now, right now, as far as card right. values too, just because the anticipation, right? Like Tua right. is like the Zion, right? So where you know Burrow is like the job, just instant gratification, right. high card prices, right? We're waiting on Tua. We were waiting on Zion. But, you know, I think comparably in, in price, Tua is already capped, is already higher than what Zion would have been at the start.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm big on Tua. My, um, he, uh, I say it a lot. He reminds me of – you asked who, who we invest in. I'm huge on Russell Wilson. He, to me, he's so underrated both in the actual sports and and maybe still in the hobby. I think he's caught up a lot recently. Um But Russell Wilson, to me, if you want to put your money into something that may be still somewhat affordable since Pat Mahomes is already astronomical and whatnot, I think Russell Wilson is right there where with long term value. I think he could win the I think his team is good enough to go to the Super Bowl this year, and you know I think that he 's been so underrated he is a phenomenal quarterback i mean. Uh, he yeah. does it all. He throws deep. He throws short. He runs, but doesn't run too much to get hurt. He knows when to go out of bounds. He, I mean, he's just so composed, you know. And he, he, I just think that his, uh, his card prices should, you know, continue to increase for a while.
1: Right. I mean, in like two, you know, one quarterback in my back pocket is probably going to be Jordan Love. Yeah, I agree. Because Aaron Rodgers – I mean, listen, Aaron Rodgers is good, but there's only so many ticks left in the gas tank, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for a guy that gets, like, murdered every
2: season. <laughs> yeah. For this year, that watch Aaron Rodgers make a run at the MVP because he's one of those dudes like, oh, okay, you want to draft a quarterback?
0: Watch. Yeah. What, what's don't, this? Don't sleep on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: what, that's what happened with Favre the last few years. In <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and has same shit. Now. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I yeah. should probably start playing more. But, I mean, like, listen, we already know that he's good, right? So – there's no doubt about that but like yeah so i mean i mean for me football has never been very exciting except for the except for the fantasy part of it you mm-hmm. know I and mean? that's where i really pay most attention but card value i don't know man unless you're like a diehard fan or you you catch some crazy numbered card or you know yeah. some low 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 pop or super short print or something or other i mean me personally i don't really see the long term, yeah. the long term money in football, yep. quick flips and whatever. I mean, listen, quarterbacks. I see it. quarterbacks. Hundred yeah, percent quarterbacks. quarterbacks. That's
2: it. You know, yeah. before we end this topic, I'll give you guys another couple sleepers real quick that I that I've had jotted down. Um, that I know somebody asked about some sleepers. I think that Pittsburgh has two sleeper wide receivers on her team. I'm not sure you could you could even call Deontay Johnson a sleeper anymore, um, but he is somebody who is poised to step up. Um, very well over there. He had 10 targets in each of the first two weeks um, last this past week, eight catches, 92 yards and a touchdown. I'm big on him. His count, another, the rookie over there is Chase Claypool. He had that long bomb of a touchdown. He's a big target that they've been looking for. Um, he's a Notre Dame guy. So I'm familiar with him. I'm a Notre Dame fan. Um, so Chase Claypool is another wide receiver. Once you get past the Judy's and the, and the rugses of the world. Um, You want to look at Chase Claypool and a deep, deep little sleeper. We're talking about quarterbacks, um, Easton Stick on the Indianapolis Colts. I I, I think Uh. that uh, I think that uh, that's a deep sleeper for some people. Phillip Rivers, I I don't like him at all. He's good for one or two interceptions every damn game. And at some point, those Colts are just going to turn to the rookie, I feel like, and uh, and see what he's got. And there may be some opportunity there. Uh, well, I isn't,
1: don't, wait, hold on. Isn't Easton Stick with the Chargers? Yes.
2: Wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. So who's the, the who's the back? They got a backup uh, quarterback over there. I'm sorry. Let me. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you're right. Easton Stick. I got the wrong name over there. Hang on one second. I was heavy on Easton Stick Steven too. Yes. what not- What is it? is it Steven Morris? No, maybe I'm just uh confusing teams altogether then. I don't like Rivers, I know that for sure, but maybe <laughs> he he maybe, maybe my analysis. Sure. Is no, again,
1: Maybe you know that
2: whole trade between Rivers. You're probably and thinking Kent Jacob Eli. Eason... That's the one, Eason. Yeah, yeah, Jacob Eason. Eason. Yeah, yeah, I'm cause... sorry, I said Easton Stick, Easton Eason. I meant yeah, Easton. Yeah, and yes. Rivers
1: Chargers. It's very
2: easy to confuse. Yes, yes, yes. See,
1: this is why you only go for <laughs> go for the rookies. <laughs> yeah, no, no. This is, why we <laughs> <need> <laughs> Tim. this is
2: why we need Tim around here because. No, uh... that's all right. So
1: Jake, Jacob Eason right now is sitting
2: in the third spot. Brissette is at the uh, Brissette. Is yeah, at the they backup. still have Brissette, but how much is Brissette gonna do? You know, if they're gonna yeah. turn the reins over to anybody after Phillip. If their season means that means their season's shot, and they're gonna check on the rookie, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: for sure, for sure.
2: Like I said, uh, I just sleeper
1: <laughs> deep. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
2: All right, um, Mike. So what? Wanted,
0: to... Yeah, I just wanted to touch on something quick.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I know everyone that listens to this probably is not in these groups and doing these razes and lines and stuff like that, but PayPal versus the card hobby is mm-hmm. the way one of the people put it. Oh, and a lot that I've been seeing recently is PayPal freezing accounts. Mm-hmm. And the reason this is happening is because people are paying um
2: Friends and, and family.
0: Yeah, well they're playing friends and family too much on people's accounts and it's throwing up red flags for PayPal because PayPal ain't getting their money. Correct. And you gotta you gotta understand that. So, people are putting notes when they're not supposed
2: to. Oh, my God.
1: The notes is, like, so fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't know why (laughs)
2: everyone can't get it through their head. Friends and family, no notes. But, you know, look, if you're making a straight-up sale, if you want to send goods and services, fine. We're dealing with rads and little breaks and stuff. Then friends and family, you know?
0: Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it's all – all of it's trying to get around paying PayPal their money. I mean, technically, everything, if you're making transactions, should be yeah. goods and services. But exactly, if you're doing some of these small razzes, like $3 spots and stuff like that, like they have to pay uh, fees. on. Yeah, them, I mean, if you think like about
2: that. it, though, it, you know, you really shouldn't be, you know, like you, when, when you jump in a razz or jump in a team break or something like that. What are you doing? You're not buying a good or, or you're not buying a good or a service from me. You're you're entering a raffle for the opportunity yeah. to win something. That's not buying a goods and services from anybody. You know, like you're entering a raffle to hopefully win something. You know, like so you know. The, not only do the notes suck, but what ends up happening is somebody gets salty that they entered too many razzes or, or an expensive team break and didn't hit nothing. Now they want to do a chargeback because they, they paid goods and services, you know? And,
0: yeah, well, but listen, this, I, recently this has happened to me, which people probably mm-hmm. also don't know. Friends and family is not the, the end to no. all your problem. Nope. Because if, if it is put through a credit card... Uh, they ultimately make that decision, and PayPal t- literally told me this a few days ago that there's nothing, there's tiers to this, and PayPal is a second tier processor. And if, if somebody pays with a credit card through PayPal, ultimately the credit card company makes a decision. Mm-hmm. And I've had somebody, a credit card company, charge back thirteen hundred dollars on me, and PayPal's telling me they can't do nothing about it. And right. I was friends and family. Wow, you know. So I mean, everyone thinks that uh, you know, friends and family is is means they can't get taken, but that's right. That's but then not they true could right just
2: there. dispute it with their credit card company. Exactly. But you
0: no. Know? But I, I've been seeing a lot of people's accounts getting frozen and stuff like that lately. But yeah, I mean, you know, where where,
2: it, where it lies the problem in the hobby is like you know, for somebody who maybe has a a, a few pending sales and and their their money gets frozen and. And they can't fulfill their end of the sale or whatever, you know, for whatever reason that happens, um, you know, we kind of have to be aware that this stuff is happening in the hobby and be able to react or have a plan in place for, you know, if you're a seller and you're, and you're selling stuff all day, you know, you got to, you got to be aware that your account might be locked at any time, you
3: know? Yeah. Maybe get multiple accounts, like use a memo
2: or. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's what I mean. I do I do that. It. I I always you know list uh, all all my payment options: Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Facebook Pay. You name it, I'll take it. You know, just to spread out the the payments to different carriers, yeah. um, so that not you know hopefully not one carrier you know gets too upset with me. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I just wanted to touch mm-hmm. on it just cuz I know it's an issue out there and some people not my cuz it keeps happening. Right. And, and, I, notes and I stuff, want to touch yeah. on the
1: notes thing too because this is this is important, okay? So when you put a note in something, that means, you know, like if you say, "Oh, uh Zion card," right? That tips off PayPal that you're buying something
2: mm-hmm. through
1: friends and family, which is a huge no-no. Friends and family according to the PayPal rules, is like literally me loaning Mike 50 bucks or 20 bucks. just send it $20 and and then be done with it. Right. Mike doesn't need to know Tim said, you know, Oh money for whatever. Like that's, it's just, it's just fucking stupid. And then when you use words like, you know, like a raz or an item or something like that, that just makes it that, that just, that's the (laughs) right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're just, you're just bringing it right to the top. So for all the people that get angry, why we make such a big deal out of this is because there's PayPal's with multiple thousands of dollars from doing legitimate sales that get locked out because you want to put a note in that says I'm a dickhead and oh. I'm going to, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, it says like, it's so stupid. Rise. But, and yeah. that goes, that doesn't go for just PayPal too. Venmo's have been uh, locked. And so have cash apps mm-hmm. have been locked because of the same thing. Like if you're sending me $5, I know what it's for. Like you're not just some random dude. I can match your name for the Facebook and to the thing. Like, just just write sent. Just write paid. Right. I don't give a fuck what you're sending it for. As long as I know that I get my money for what we're lining. But right. it just yeah. it just agitates the shit
2: out of me. Because, yeah, I mean, like, I've literally had people say, you know, spot for Zion Raz or you know, um, Team Break Ravens or you know, like like what do yeah, you do? Like we know, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know.
1: Well, they don't know. That's, right. that's, the, only thing, that's do. the only thing
2: that makes sense. They're not aware. You know, And and I've heard people, you know, they they think that we're asking this because it's some sort of shadiness or scam or we don't want any. No, it's, it has nothing to do with, with scamming anything. It has everything to do with keeping our, our funds available um, to get more product and to bring you more breaks and to be able to buy more cards and all that kind of stuff. Has nothing yeah. to do with anything shady. We know what razzes you're in. We know what what breaks you're in. Um, no need to comment on it. And there's nothing shady going on. We just don't want our our PayPal accounts locked. That's all.
0: Correct. <laughs> all right, guys. Now we only have like 13 minutes mm-hmm. left, so we're probably only gonna be able to touch on another topic. Um. So uh why don't we jump into the select versus prism?
3: Yes. Oh yeah. I <laughs> love select me too. This is my favorite <laughs> Come on. This is my favorite question out of all the questions that were put up. Yeah. Because I hunt select like crazy because it is so undervalued.
1: Right. And, it's, Damn, no, and it kind blows my mind.
3: Yeah. Well select so the select uh, versus prism, the 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 courtside vers I I took court side versus Silver prisms, because those are the most sought after in each set, I would, I would say. Um, and, you know, the silver prisms are, aren't rare. They're in every box. They're, there's multiples in, in boxes. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like you're going to pull a silver Zion out of every box. But yeah. you can get a silver Kyle Guy, a silver, uh, you know. What, White, you name yeah. It. So, um. The court sides that in select, it, there's only two per hobby box, and um, not rookies. Just no. That I mean, it's it. There's, right. there's rookies, and there are vets. Same thing with a silver prism as well. You can get a silver vet as opposed to a silver rookie. But there's more of an abundance of silver prisms in a retail or hobby box. As opposed to a select that just comes in a hobby box and you're only getting two quartzides in that one box.
0: Yeah, no, court sides definitely short printed. But,
3: but they're undervalued. Yeah. They're less valued than a PSA 10 silver.
2: And that's, so. th- that's insane because if you think about it, there's other select silvers that would compare to a regular prism silver, like a regular... You know, concourse silver or a premier level silver. The court size, the highest, uh, highest level, the highest tier there, and that still doesn't compare to a prism silver. That's the, the, to me, that's insane.
3: Yeah. So if you take the best player in the NBA right now, Jason Tatum,
1: and uh, <laughs> yeah, okay,
2: and you uh,
1: even, dude, even as a Celtics fan, you're high. Just like, just like we said, full
2: disclosure. I'm a Giants fan when talking about Saquon. Full disclosure. Vinny is a Celtics fan when talking so about. So if you Tatum. take
3: his two 2000- thousand. 2017 Select Courtside, there are no PSA 10s. There's only 21 PSA 9s. The recent sale of his 2017 Select Rookie Courtside is $600 in a PSA 9. Well, BGS 9.5, only two have sold year-to-date for $1,000. Really? Base,
1: base or silver?
3: Ba- this is base. Wow. So
1: base Courtside yeah. versus silver prism.
3: Versus Silver Prism. Now, if you take his 2017 Prism Silver, which has a population of 594 as a PSA 10, is up to four grand recent sales. That's crazy. That's four
2: X over the the court side over a base court side. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
3: I hear you, know, right? you.
2: Um, you know, and I think Vin you touched on on part of the factor there. You you said how Prism, you know, you have silvers coming on uh on retail and hobby. Yeah. Like Select only has hobby. There, there is no retail. And no. I don't know if that is I don't know if that's a driving factor for the prices remaining low mm-hmm. or if that should be a factor for the for the values increasing long term, you know, like, well, I'm
3: hoping the latter. <laughs> right. Exactly.
2: Like, you know, I, I get it. People, they, I guess in, although we never get to find retail prism actually in retail stores, uh, but I guess other people do. So maybe just the, the familiarity with it, um, you know, and being able to say, Hey, I saw this in the store kind of deal. Maybe that allows people to just remain that to be the most popular. Yeah. honestly
0: i think it's i think it's the liquidity of this stuff that they're that they're so uh you're able to get them and people are able to move them and you can see the the sales yeah of the cards and just so much know.
2: more data on it you know
0: yeah
1: right so here i'm gonna use one more player comparison so i mean uh Vinny used tatum i'm gonna use Luka Doncic because uh He's, well, he's, he, the, he's the best player. Too,
3: I looked him up too. <laughs> so
1: anyway. his, his base court side PSA 10 rookie card, uh, the last sale was $3,500, right? Compared to his last prism sale was $5,400 silver prism. So that's yeah. almost a 2000. That's basically a $2,000 swing between a silver prism and a base court side. Right. But Which... we also know that prism is an earlier release, right? So that's like the first major release card. Um, you know, for for that player, so I think that comes into the desire factor too. Yes, Listen, but also, prism is king. Come on,
2: I think that I think in the hobby world, prism right is there, king. I think that phrase right there is is what's keeping you know everyone in everybody's mind. It says prism is king. Prism is king. Not realizing, well, select is more rare, and yeah. select is hobby only. And Select has three different tiers of, of cards with the concourse, the premiere, and the courtside. And Select is the only one with, with in, in, you know, in-action shots, and, you know, yeah, game-action right. shots. And Select – so Select has all these things going for it. But yet, Select still doesn't, you know uh, – yeah. No,
0: it's true. Yeah, and
3: everyone loves it. Ones. They're the first ones also uh, in the modern sports cards
1: that have, like, the optic and –
3: the prism and all that they are the first ones to feature in-game photoshops
1: yeah legit legit ones not not like a pose or or, yeah right and and everyone seems to like them i don't talk
0: to people that and hear that they hate select cards you know what i'm saying everyone no they're beautiful
3: no so it's not
0: just that they're they're less of them Listen, also, I'm buying you
3: know, them. Like,
0: yeah, it's not like you can talk about obsidian. There's a ton less obsidian than everything else. You can't use that. All oh, obsidian should be worth a lot more money because it's right. more scarce. It's it's more than that. It's, it's select is more scarce and it's
3: loved in the hobby. It, right.
0: I I don't know why it's not getting used. I story.
3: think I think it will catch up to uh, prism in the long run. I think we're we're just seeing. There's a lot more eyes in the hobby right now, too. And the eyes do see the retail as well. They're in the Walmarts and they're in the Targets. Not, not all the newer, you know, right. uh, ho- uh, investors are, are yeah. going yeah, to a yeah,
2: hobby you, shop. Your casual hobbyist doesn't really know too much about Select. No. Well, I what said. he sees the is old- Prism.
0: Yeah, right. and all these new people are eventually going to get smarter right. to yeah. what they're doing you exactly. know what I'm saying everyone is in love with these base cards and like I said we just ride the wave and flip the cards yeah. and you know while this is going on but eventually they're going to realize scarcity is what plays into all this right you know in, in, the, in the long term at least yeah
2: like we said about the um, about the uh, wait what the hell was I just going to say Um
0: Hey boss, yeah, lost. Hey hey. Go ahead, go ahead. He lost. Yeah. <laughs> You're out.
1: No, <laughs> Fuck. but see, like as we as the selects come out, like for this year, they had the Team All release, right? So they had that Red Wave and the Gold Waves. Those were those were so nice, so beautiful. Their fast breaks are beautiful. It's funny because I, I see like Select is more like an adult card. You know yes. what I mean? Like, it's not like a childish looking card, like an optic or, or a mosaic or something like that where it attracts, like, the kids more. Like It's the weird. Champagne. Like, as, a, as an adult, like, I appreciate the selects more because they're, they're more – it's more of a mature card. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that.
3: I agree with you. I, I feel like it's the champagne of the card world.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, um, yeah. dude. We're using it. Shit's <laughs> pain yeah, yeah. of the card yeah. world.
2: <laughs> Fucking Vinny. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And th- like we said this was my thought. But like we said about basketball in the off season how, you know, it just creates buying opportunities. Um where we realize that the scarcity and and all of that should play into a more valuable select card. The rest of the hobby hasn't caught up with that. It just creates buying opportunities and investment opportunities for us. Um, I would imagine that, uh, you know, while everyone's out there chasing the prisms, we can stock up on some selects. And then when the rest of the hobby catches up, we cash in. You know? Yep.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
3: Anyone have any uh,
0: finishing thoughts or anything they want to say before
3: we take off? That was my favorite question of the group.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm glad so I, yeah we're big yeah, on, on uh, we're, big, we're big on select.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, all of us are, uh, you know, moderators, admins at uh, Above the Rim Sports Cards on Facebook. We're on Instagram also, but mainly make sure you Facebook. go join the group, guys. If you're not yeah. in the group
2: already, go for, search for Above the Rim Sports Cards on Facebook in the groups and come join us. It's a bunch of good guys, um, yeah, buying and selling, people. giving advice, all kinds of shit going on
0: yeah shout out to the savage batch kids over there yes sir (laughs) yo everybody guys i appreciate you guys you know as always helping uh helping out with these things i can't do without you uh make sure you check us out on facebook and instagram above the rim sports cards watch out for us we're taking over the
3: world people yes sir let's Let's
2: do it love you guys Later. later see you guys